millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk through some round 14 teams for your weekend. It's going to be an interesting one with just a few things happening. We've got some news that we have uh, the the Panthers guys getting getting rested this week, and the rest of it is is going to be a little touch and go. So depending on how how the games go, like uh, in terms of Origin game, yeah, as to how the how many minutes to certain players play. Uh, and etc etc we'll, we'll work out what's going to happen through the week but we'll go through those lists now and to start us off we've got the Eagles and the Cowboys and a pretty bad start for us with uh, those guys holding Josh Schuster who happens to be left out of this round so hasn't been named at all not even in the 22 they've named 22 this week for some reason but um, he yeah, hasn't even been named at all so hopefully back next week but that does put a little dent in a lot of teams I imagine for sure who would be looking to try and get 17 really good players. And if there's a couple of guys being rested or 
know, you have an, an injury or two or a, a non-player like a Simkin or something like that, it's going to be hard to field a really strong 17. So starting with Schuster out is a little bit annoying. Carl Lawton keeps his number 12 jersey and still no sign of Curtis Sirenen, which is interesting. So you imagine when Schuster and Sirenen come back, they should pick up the 11 and the 12 role, which means that these two guys won't be options, I don't think. Yeah, Lawton will probably make a fair bit of cash this week and score pretty well, but I don't think he's a, an option. If you only get, you know, most people are lacking trades, and he's going to be one of those ones going to be in and out fairly quickly. Uh, Kieran Foran comes back, so you should see Schuster back in the uh, uh, the second row role when he gets his chance back. But, um, you know, Tommy's been named. Who knows if this is actually going to happen? You know, if Tommy's going to play, if Daly's going to play, but you'd imagine with the way their season's going, then, you know, one or two of these guys might back up. You'd imagine Jake would back up as he always does, a very, very, very durable player. But Tommy, with how he is, obviously it's the first game of the round on the on the Friday afternoon. It'll be interesting to see if he backs up. Depending how much work he does in the centers as well. You know, it's probably a little bit obviously a little bit of a different position compared to playing fullback. He doesn't have to I suppose he's gonna tackle a bit more, but in terms of the amount of runs or the you know, the efforts back and forth to get back in position to to take the long kicks and, and you know, obviously the high bombs and stuff like that, he won't have to do as much. So we'll see if that um hampers him in his you know, ability to to play in this game. But I still think you hold him and wait and see. I don't see any point in trading him out at this stage. Obviously, there's a chance that he might get rested this game and rested in like round 18 as well. But I think, you know, with the caliber of player he is, you've got to keep him in your squad if you brought him in uh, in the last bunch of weeks and in the last month or so anyway. On the other side, the Cowboys, not too much changes. Valentine Holmes has been named. All the Origin guys have been named there. Tiamolo Lezzi, I think you can wait another week or two with, with Jason. Anywhere leading up to round 17 would be... Would be completely fine, I think, with him, as to you know him being able to drop a bit of cash for you and just making sure that he's actually scoring really well. I think is going to be the most important part with him, because at the moment he hasn't been scoring perfectly well. And that's about all on the uh, on the Cowboys side that we need to talk about, apart from Dearden. But he's not someone that you want to pick up straight away in a, in a new team. There's every chance that he becomes the the really dominant half in this team. Obviously, Drinkwater's been playing really well, but it's been more of a running game, whereas Dearden can be the organizer. And I think you know he scored definitely well. Uh, in that role in the past in the Broncos. Obviously, the Cowboys probably a little bit of a better side at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see how he scores. And if he does do well, he you know, this is his spot for the rest of the year. And if, if he you know, takes it with both hands, he could be scoring really well going forward. So he's someone to think about, but probably not this week, definitely. Uh, moving on to the Sharks and the Panthers. This is where it all goes a bit interesting. I think Jesse Ramian's a keeper in the centers and scoring really amazingly. So he's a really good target if you need a center. But I know a lot of people are sitting with two to three at the moment. And that's probably not worth bringing in another one just for the sake of it. But if you've got someone that you're not exactly sure is a keeper, and you've got it in two centers, then maybe you could bring in a Ramian and look to trade the other one eventually. Um, but trading a, a close to 40-point center keeper for Ramian, I don't think is a good idea at this point. Uh, Will Chambers, a few people asked me about, he's had one good score, really. Uh, I wouldn't be picking him up. He's never really been fantasy relevant in the past. And he's obviously a lot older. Uh, these days, and they're coming up against the Panthers, who are resting a bunch of their players, but they still should still be decent coming into this week. Uh, Moylan, a few people have been talking about, he's had three really good games, so just keep that in mind that he didn't score amazingly well at the start of the year. He's kind of come into a bit of a purple patch, but he's not someone that I personally will be targeting because you're going to have to trade him out at some point later. So if you're sitting with 12 trades at the moment or less, I don't think you can bring him in and then trade him out later because he's not going to be a keeper level player. With Johnson doing the majority of the work, there's going to be games where Moylan doesn't get his hands on the ball as much, and he's not going to score very well uh, you know, following that. So that's it with Moylan. Johnson, I think, is going to be a keeper-level player, somewhere averaging in the mid-50s, being the complete organizer in this side, especially if Moylan's there at six. So 
He's someone that you can look to pick up over the next bunch of weeks. Obviously, if you're struggling for halves or you've got some suspensions or injuries or something like that, then he could be one to target over the next little period. In terms of the rest of the players, no one else to really talk about on that side. You've had a few games, like a great game, return game from Mulatalo. Kind of Tracy's been scoring well here and there. Kennedy as well, but I wouldn't be touching those guys. Dylan Edwards, you can probably hold off on, I think, until at least after 17. If he starts playing real de- really well then, you can pick him up. Crichton's definitely a hold. Momorowski's a hold there. Burton, you're pretty lucky if you um you know picked him up, thinking thinking slash hoping that Cleary and, and Luai might get rested, and that's going to be the case with them doing so well. So Burton and May get another chance in the 6 and 7 role. So none of them, I don't think, are pickups this week, but yeah, something to see there. Apisai Coruscant is the only one that's been named out of the Origin guys, and he is obviously in the 18th man role, and will get his chance to score well here, uh, playing number nine for the Panthers. And obviously, unfortunate that he didn't get to play in 13, because a lot of people I think would have picked him up. But yeah, that's that there. Spencer gets another crack in the 16 role, probably plays the same minutes as he did on the weekend, which yeah wasn't crazy, and, and he's someone you can look to trade out fairly soon anyway. But they do have Isaiah Yo, Cleary, Martin, Luai, Cable, and To'o. In the reserves currently, so I suppose if any of them, any of them don't have as big a role or they don't do as much in a game, uh, in the Origin game, then they have the opportunity to bring to bring them back into the squad. So really, it's a completely fluid squad at the moment with these guys there on the uh, reserves. But you'd imagine if they're not naming them, that they're a very you know, slight chance of playing, and probably good to have Cleary sitting there as a, a possible chance on the interchange bench. Obviously, it's early in the round, so I would want to make sure that if they are playing, that you do play them. But moving along to the Titans and the Roosters, and Brimson comes back, which means Campbell's out. So, yeah, that one one week option for Campbell. A few people were talking about Marzu, who has a chance to, to continue keeping his spot, but they don't have any changes this week. So, there's no Corey Thompson at the moment, uh, yeah, moving back into the squad, but it will be over the next couple of weeks. So, you can make a little bit of cash, and then he's going to be out of the squad. So, think about that, because Sammy has been playing decent, unless they're not happy with, you know, with how the team's going and they just do a bit of a clean-out, and Sammy goes first before Marzu, then I see him, you know, Greg, leaving the squad first. Foggs, I think, is definitely a hold. He's just had a you know, lighter week coming up against the Roosters, so it should be a fairly close game, you'd imagine. I think you definitely got to hold him there. Fodawaker, I still think, is probably not a trade-in until after 17 or 18. Could be an option then. Fafita's been named, which is good. Same with Tino. So they've named all their Origin guys which is nice to see, but they do have um, you know, plenty of guys on the reserves bench who could come in and cover for those guys that aren't, you know, a, a chance of not playing. And, and maybe Campbell comes in as well if Brimson's no good, but he's on the bench, so you know, he should only have a small role. And if he's fit to go for Origin, then naming him here, he should be, he should be pretty well right to go. So that's that with the, with the Titans guys. In terms of the Roosters, we have Tedesco there, and he's been named to come back, and so has you know, the rest of the Origin guys. Obviously, it's only him at the moment. Um, Crichton was uh, named in origin, you know, so he serves out his suspension of around 12 and 13, so he comes back for 14, guys. Just keep that um, in mind. He'll he'll move back to a green dot, not a red dot, to say he's suspended now. Um, but Manu is a solid option now. He's a possible uh, possible keeper setter. If he spends a bit of time in the middle of the park, he seems to do really well. So, yeah, if that ever comes up again, great. But in the centres, he's a little bit of a worry at the moment, sort of kind of averaging around 35 to 40 in the centres. But when he moves to a six or a one role, he does a lot better. So if that opportunity comes up again, he'll do better. But until then, yeah, I'd probably just wait a little bit on him. I do have him in my team, and I'd, just, I'd suggest just to wait on him. Sammy Walker in the seven role is in there, and he's uh, he's doing fairly solidly at the moment. But in terms of... Uh, sorry, just checking I was recording. <laughs> um 
in terms of that at the moment, he you can definitely hold him now is that you got him for the rest of the year and just be waiting to see how he scores on a, on a long-term basis. Um, yeah, as to as this, as to if he's going to be a, a a hold or not, or is he going to lose too much cash or whatever? So, make that decision as you go along. Marsky's in the nine role. We don't have any any news on Verrills at this stage, so let's keep an eye out on that one. But I wouldn't be touching Marsky. I'd be playing Fryden. Tupanua is a possible trade in, but I just think he's not going to be a, a full on keeper. And Sawali's named in the twenty one, so he's not going to do well for anyone's squad in that position. So that's it with those two teams there. Moving along to the bunnies and the knights and. Not too much has changed on the bunny side. Campbell Graham's in there in the number four jersey. Played before the round 13 buy. In terms of anyone that's actually a, a possible buy in this team, I don't think there's anyone. Colin Matungi, people have spoken about, but he's very up and down. He gets a couple of 30 odds and then a 60. So he's obviously coming off a good score. Host is not an option. Murray, I don't think, is an option until after buy rounds. And he did score really low before that round in yeah, that round 12. So a few people mentioned Adam Reynolds. I just don't think he's scoring well enough on a, on a whole. Probably will score really well against the Knights this week, but yeah, that's that. Kurt Mann moves to the three roll. Uh, Clifford and Crossland in the six and seven. So you actually get a fair few games out of Crossland, but you missed out on the one that mattered in 13. Tex Hoy still in the one jersey, so no Ponga, even though he uh, yeah, got rubbed out of the Origin game. I suppose it's fair that he's not going to play in uh, the game for the Knights a, f- a bunch of days later, so that's that. Um, Jaden Bradley I've spoken about a little bit, obviously coming off three lower scoring games, and I'd, I'd back him to to improve and get back to some, you know, 50 plus scoring. Obviously he's missing a bunch of tackles at the moment. There's some talk that he that possibly has a broken hand. I haven't read too much into that at the moment. Please let me know in the comments if um if that's correct or if if not. Um, but that's not what someone was telling me. I haven't done my research yet. But Connor Watson in the 14 role, I think you just keep keep holding him. He's scoring too well to to move him on. He's one of the more consistent players in our teams at the moment. Uh, so look after him. Uh Barnett and Jones, I don't think I don't think are options. They're just not scoring you know, Jones will only have the should only have the spot for a bunch of weeks or you know, they as I said they spoke about the thing they could do with Watson and put him to thirteen, Barnett to eleven, but it looks like they're not doing that at the moment. So, you know, Jones will be a short term option as they don't play in seventeen, so think about that. Going forward, uh in terms of the Raiders and the Broncos, so Simonson moves to number one jersey, we lose Caleb Akins, uh Tomoko's playing, Sebastian Chris, Vellame. Uh, Rapana with with Tomoko, I don't think he's getting going to have the role for too long. Slash in a team that's not doing very well, I don't think he's going to score amazingly. We do see Tom Starling sitting in the fourteen role still, so I think he's definitely a trade out if he's going to be playing that role because it's only about twenty minutes. Someone I think is a really good trade in is uh, CHN Corey Harawira Naira, and he's someone that's scoring really really well. And looks like he's probably one of the only ones in the team apart from you know him, Elliot Whitehead, and Jack Wyden. Probably only, only three players that are super safe at the moment in terms of their role. So I'd say he's a really good option and could potentially be a keeper at a really cut price under 600k. So I think he's someone that I'll be targeting this week. In terms of the Broncos, we see Carmichael Hunt named in the sixth role, which is crazy. We, which does mean that uh, Tyson Gamble is out. So if anyone was hoping for some extra price rises out of him, the experiment has failed, unfortunately. The experiment hasn't failed with Albert Kelly as he's been named again and should continue to make money and score well for anyone's team. So well done to him there, which is good. And who else we got there? Herbie Farmworth in the one jersey. Selwyn Cobbo is on the wing. So, yeah, I don't see Herbie as an option. Like any of these guys that aren't clear, like Payne Haas or something like that, Tavita, aren't really good options because they have the round 17 buy. So the other guys I think you've just got to hold. Tyson Gamble you can move on, I think. Hasn't even been named in the top 21. So that's, yeah, a bit annoying if you own him, for example. Uh, who else we got? Palaszczuk, 
and Rabadi, so Rabadi on the on the on the bench. You know, I don't think they'll if all their Origin guys play with Haas and stuff like that. I don't see many minutes for these guys on the interchange, but that's that there. Testing you in the eighteen role, Jordan Ricky in the twenty one. So that's that there. And last couple of games, we've got the Warriors and the Storm, and Roger gets named to the one with Reese Walsh out for one week. So I'd be holding Walsh for sure. I think there's a chance he becomes a keeper. So, uh, yep, that's that on that one. We have Josh Curran named in the 13, so he's back. He's a pretty solid option, I think. I don't imagine he plays in the middle. I think he switches with Toe Harris. Or they, you know, he starts on the edge, Harris, and then moves into the middle for the rest of the game, however that's worked in the past. But Joshy Curran, I think, is a solid, uh, solid option that could play 80 minutes, but that naming of 13 is a bit strange. Other, other than that, guys, not too many options in that Warriors side. On the Storm side of things, Nico Hines keeps his number one role, and they name a really strong side. Munster's back. Uh, Harry Grant's back on the bench. We've got Christian Welch on the bench. Kafusi's uh, playing. Fanukin's there. Kenny Bromwich has been named, so that's an interesting one. Uh, there was talk of him, him going to be out. That Laurie uh, Rowe, I should say, Trent Laurie Rowe, um, has been named in the 22 jersey. So there's a chance that he comes in and plays, but I don't think he becomes an option anymore. Someone mentioned Wade Egan. I just don't think uh, he's worth bringing in. I don't think he's a complete keeper, but he has been scoring fairly well in a position in hooker that hasn't been hasn't been that great going forward. Um, yeah, at the moment anyway. Jerome Hughes has been really solid. I think he's a great option. Just very expensive at the moment. So I don't know if you get him a bit cheaper or not. And obviously the whole um, he'll have his buy in seventeen. So maybe he's a he's a pickup in round eighteen, for example. And our last one, guys, with the Eels. So pretty much the same team, apart from Reed Mane. So it'd be interesting to see. If we get some further news on on a clear timetable on what um on what Reed Marnie is going to be in terms of his injury, but Joey Lustig is super cheap and will be playing big minutes. You'd imagine. I don't know who really comes on other than like a Cartwright to come into that uh, into that you know fourteen in, uh, utility hooker role. But I, I'd say Joey Lustig will play some big minutes over the next few weeks and could make a lot of money. So if you're interested in someone like that, if you need some and I need a cash grab at the moment, I think Joey could do that and score well for your team. So keep an eye out on him. Coming into this week, he could be a solid option to bring in. Uh, that's about it on that side. Ryan Madison's been gro- uh, been good the last week or two. Um, and then Isaiah Papali'i with a lower score, but I wouldn't be stressing about him. In terms of the Tigers, Dewey's still in the three. Laurie's still in the one. I think you're going to play them this week and keep them. Alex Twile's been solid. I wouldn't be picking him up. Offhand Gowie's back. Lucy Lewis scored well. And if you've got Stefano Oitikamanu, he, uh, he's been named and, and probably worth playing. I sh- he should be able to get a 30 to 40. If you are, if you need someone to cover with all the with a few of the guys out, and and I suppose the most important thing, guys, is just making sure that you're checking the late mail each between before each and every game, especially those first sort of three to four that you can really uh, actually make some changes with. Once it gets to these last few, it's just you're kind of just going to take your Spencer or your, your Stefano that type of score if you need to if someone um if one of the guys doesn't back up. But we'll know more after the Origin game as to you know, who's come up with a bit of an injury, who's struggling a bit, because those guys that have those little niggles just will, will be completely rubbed out of their club side straight after that. So, yeah, if you've got any questions, please let me know in the comments, guys, in the Discord group. Get uh, get around that. Please do like and subscribe on this video. I uh, really appreciate it, and we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Have a good night. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tools Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.